top floor Walking in, what I gotta knock for Buddy, please don't touch, this is not yours This is only one take, I got five more Yeah, I ain't worried about the next man I got vision like Xavier from X-Men So if I fail, it's the next plan And if I fail the next plan, it's the next plan Yeah, I ain't really tripping on the L Cause when you lose, you be better than yourself Welcome back to the movie draft Oh yeah, it's our one year anniversary. I forgot. I got. Hey, so... my name is Mark, and I'm ho- I'm joined by uh, also named Jeff. We're um, both named Jeff now. Uh, also, it does indicate that I am also Jeff. We are. Um, we are the anniversary boys. <laughs> anniversary boy. It's time to share our first kiss. You ready? <laughs> hey, yeah. do I go ninety? You go ten. Okay. All right. There you go. Well, I appreciate you, Jeffrey. One year um, of the draft house, baby. We're going into year two in the best way possible <laughs> with some brand new music. <laughs> Wait, yeah, brand new music. Hey, uh, music this month is brought to you by the the hip hop slash R and B artist Norman San. Hmm. That's Norman, like Norman, Oklahoma. Or Norman Bates, Hitchcock chronologically. Oh, that's a good plug. I like that. Thank you. Uh, San, S-A-N-N, with the song Next Plan. And we appreciate him allowing us to use his music on the podcast. And just so you know, Jeff, I discovered him on the TikTok as well. That's you, man. You're one of those cool kids. I take back everything I've ever said about your gray head. Listen, uh, if you're if you're interested in finding new things, just things, things in general, TikTok is the place to go. It's like it's 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 like I go there to like how how do I how do I be not me but younger? TikTok. How do I do these things but in video form? But it can only be a minute long. TikTok. Yeah. Thanks for selling TikTok to people who <sighs> probably, are, if they're my age, don't TikTok. care if they're your age, are retired and in a retirement home. Now, <laughs> this month's theme, Mark, yeah. it's Van Damme Month, Tell baby. Us about it. It's one oh, it's year Van, yeah. anniversary. We're celebrating with the Van Damme Month. Uh, I, I thought maybe we could even make it an annual practice, but I don't Whoa. know that you could tolerate Listen, it. So I can't. being that you <laughs> indulged me. I'll I'll allow you to pick our theme for June 2023. Okay, thank you, Jesus. There you go. Uh, I'll have I'll have to make it a good one. Um, good luck topping this, though, buddy. Yeah. So, Jeff. Yes, sir. What did we watch this week? From 1993. Oh my gosh, we saw the greatest mullet to ever grace. A theater screen. I thought you were going to say The Greatest Showman again. No, we're not watching that yeah, garbage. We're watching I would have gladly movie. talked about The Greatest Showman. It runs hour. for a beautiful hour and a half. It stars it's our like an man. Hour thirty six. It's it like, listen, man. This is a this is a TV movie. You take that back. What do you mean? Okay, <laughs> we have such stars as Jean Claude Van Damme, Lance Hendrickson. And maybe the most important one of all, Mr. Diabetes himself, Wilford no. Brimley, is in this film. And not only is he in the film, he 
does a lot. <laughs> like, listen, hold on. You didn't even mention Arnold oh, Vosloo. That's because okay? I don't know how to say his name, but he's awesome. Even you, listen, man, who he, I know is going to shit all over this wonderful film, you have to even acknowledge that he's great. No, so I'm watching. I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, "Damn, that dude looks fucking familiar." He looks like what Tim a- Timothy Zane, not Timothy Zane. What's his name? Billy Zane. Uh, Billy Zane. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, where do I know that guy from? So I, I look at the IMDb, and it's Arnold Vosloo, and I'm like, who is that guy, man? He's got such a recognizable face. This motherfucker was the Mummy. All right, he's awesome. He's awesome. the man was the Mummy <laughs> villain. Like I don't he carried know- a franchise. Opposite of your boy Brendan for another Frasier. podcast. How for this guy pod. isn't a household name, I do not know. He is the quintessential British bad guy, and it's everything <laughs> you want in a British bad guy. And it, I'm so glad that we did Last Action Hero last week because it established it, it. It shows off all the wonderful tropes that this genre of film has to offer, and one of them is British bad guys. And the British bad guy last week and this week, just wonderful stuff. All right, so I'm going to ask you. Okay. What are your, f- your favorite things about this film? Uh, the mullet. Okay. Jean Claude Van Damme mullet. Yeah. Uh, Arnold Vas- Vaseline as Pick Van Cleef. <laughs> I think he's really great. Uh, I didn't even know until this watching that Wilford Brimley was in this film. And I love uh, the walrus Brimley. himself. The walrus himself plays uh, like a New Orleans like backwater dude. I love all the front flips that Van Damme does in this movie <laughs> for no reason. Um, and uh, I mean, I guess that's about it. I, I the the martial arts are not heavily displayed like I would normally like, and there is a lot more gunplay, um, which is fine. But there's also a face-off moment. Now I don't know. Did this this pre this is after face-off, right, or before? No, it's before. So yeah. there's a moment in this that's in face-off where uh, Mr. Vaseline. I need a peach for hours. I could also, but Arnold Vasulu and Jean Claude are back to back with a wall between them as they reload their guns and talk smack, and it's awesome. And they turn right. around and then shoot each other. And then Lance Hendrickson, we haven't even mentioned that he's the main bad guy, uh, a.k.a. he's the guy, he's from Alien. Yeah, so, all right, so let's let's draw some comparisons real quick. And I'm glad you brought up Face Off. So Both directed target, by Wu. But both directed by John Wu. So that there there is your direct correlation between the two films and why they are so... Uh, there are aspects of this film, Hard Target, that are similar to Face Off. Uh, the direct correlation is the amount of fucking doves that this man used. There's so many doves. And it's I would have so been many disappointed. Because, you know, the first time I ever watched this movie, right? I'm not looking for doves. I'm really, you know, <laughs> when I'm 13, John Woo, you know, I don't know who directors are of anything. I'm just here for Van Damage. And... Coming in knowing this is Wu, I needed the doves, and the doves are here. John Wu month coming. They're everywhere. Next year. They're everywhere in this movie. Like Van Damme, like they're in the, the, the boiler room at the end, and there's fucking doves. Yeah, it's man. Like, what? It's an infestation. 
in th- I, and there's also as much slow mo as any one person oh, yeah. can handle. No, slow mo mullet action. Get out of here. This movie's there's the a best. close up of Van Damme's earring. Okay? Oh, so Man, many. Come- what an earring it is. Ha ha ha. Oh. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I good uh, en- enjoyed about this movie. All right. So we're gonna go with gonna we're gonna start it off with it's gonna take a while because you enjoyed so much. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start with Lance Henriksen. All right. This man was having a a a, a load of fucking fun. All right. Yes. Um. He, he knew he, the movie he was in. Yes. He he steals every scene. He is over the top, but he's calculated. We could have used this several months back for over the top villain month. It would have uh, worked perfectly. <laughs> he, but he, he understands, like you said, the 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 film that he was in, and he he plays it to a T. And and I I also enjoyed his dynamic with uh with Vosloo, the actor uh, who plays Vic Van Cleef, and his like right hand henchman. Who kind of like they go back and forth uh, at certain points in the movie, and 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 Vosloo is is like, bro, let me let me just handle it, and Henriksen is like, hey, you gonna handle this? And Vosloo's like, man, let me handle it. Um, I I enjoyed uh, Wilfred Brimley's yeah you uh, did role, who knew? even though that. It was ridiculous. It was so stupid, and I wanted more. <laughs> I mean, this man is playing. He's supposed to be playing some backwards New Orleans like moonshine guy. He's making yeah. moonshine, <laughs> and his his he blows up his own like, damn house. Yeah. His accent sounds like he's got Novocaine in his mouth. Yes, and uh, it just it's it's over the top. Wilfred Brimley is over the top, and it's enjoyable. Who do? Who knew? I I didn't even think of it. And, uh, okay, sorry. Calm down, Jeffrey. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else? What else did I enjoy? The doves. I enjoyed the, the doves. doves. Yep. Um. Oh, so uh, so I messaged you uh, you know, a few days ago that Sam Raimi is a uh, an executive producer on this film, which was surprising. Yeah, and his brother makes a cameo. Does he really? Yeah. You know how like he's. Sam Raimi tends to put his brother in a lot of his films. Um, I didn't know that. He was in this movie when um, uh, Willie C. Carpenter's character, Elijah, is about to get murdered. He's one of the people in the street that's like, I don't have any money. Leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah, that's... And he looks familiar because you've seen him in, like, Spider-Man and all that stuff. Got it. Well, I mean, that's... That's interesting to know because I, I, I didn't know that about Sam Raimi's brother and all that. Ted Raimi, I think, is his name. I, I too, would call him Ted Raimi. Um, that sounds like a good, just solid name, Ted Raimi. Oh, I'm right, Ted Raimi. Credited oh, as man on the street. He's your everyday guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I it just... Um, all right, so those are the things I like. So and what that's you, it, right? We're done. All right. Yeah, you loved no, it. Yeah. We're okay. I thought we were ready to recommend what, it or not. Go ahead. What did What did you not like? All about right. This film? I admittedly I would have liked more martial arts. Now, granted, there's one litmus test for a Van Damme movie to pass or fail, and that is roundhouse the jumping kick. split roundhouse oh. kick. Yeah, he has yeah. to do it, or I'm out. And he does it. <laughs> 
He kicks a cigar out of some guy's mouth. It's in full-on John Woo slow motion. It's everything you need. That's the first fight where the, the no, chick is in the car, in the game. right? Uh, no, Maybe no, that no. he did. Well, that was the roundhouse where he tripped a guy. But there, it's yeah. the jumping split kick. And it's yeah. he kicks the cigar. I'm sure we're going to see it multiple times this month. Um, <laughs> he jumps and spins and kicks a guy's cigar out of his mouth. Now, other than that, there wasn't as much you know, martial arts as I normally like in a, a film with Van Damme. I, like, I prefer the hand-to-hand combat over the gunplay. Uh what didn't I like? Um, I don't know, man. I like a lot of it. I like... Uh, <laughs> it's harder for... Maybe it'd be better... I think I have blinders on. To be honest, I have rose-tinted glasses. I, I turn the movie on and I'm here for it. I, so you tell me what you don't like and maybe it'll help me All right. think of something. Because right now... <sighs> I, I'm, okay. I have a feeling the things you say you're not going to like, I'm going to be like, yeah, but that's part of the charm because no, it's hard so, target and I like it. So the, this movie plays like a made for TV nineties film. Um, and part of that's part of I would, I would say it's partly because Van Damme doesn't have as large of a role in this film as, you know, somebody would think. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so I, you know, that's something I can say for sure. Everything can use more Van Damme. <laughs> but like the the film um, takes its time getting to Van Damme's introduction. It uh, it also splits screen time between because the story is about this 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 chick looking for her dad who is her daddy. Got, Get it right. Her, I'm helping her find her daddy. Her, her her dead dad who was hunted for sport by these millionaires. Who is the writer um, of this film? The the gentleman that played the guy that gets killed in the opening is oh, really? one of the head writers. Farfurter. Oh, Farfur. Good for him. Steven Farfur. Uh, Chuck Yeah, that Farfur. guy. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck Farah. Um, who I think is a real person, by the way. No, he the, is a real person. <laughs> He wrote the film. I don't understand what the problem here is. No, but the film takes its time getting around to Van Damme. And then, you know, it splits screen time between Van Damme and, and the main actress who is uh, who's yes. played by. Okay. Uh, yes. What's her face? Yancey Butler. So now I can, now that I'm remembering, because I was blinded by the mullet. Yeah. She is not good in this movie. Yeah. Full uh, stop. Yeah, I, she just, I agree. Yeah, she doesn't. Play off of Van Damme very well. She's super serious, and it doesn't allow for him to banter. And I don't know how much of it is the actress or just the directing, but for sure, I think that she's just kind of in here to move the plot. Well, and that in, in like Van Damme's speaking parts aren't. I mean, he has just it's strictly almost one liners. Well, yeah. Damn. Well, and he's trying to help find her daddy. <laughs> I was helping. And so, you know, when you're watching the film, like she's she solicits him to help her find her daddy. Yep. And Thank you. uh and like she like hires him, but like they never exchange money. And Well, that's uh, because he, he becomes too invested now. Because right. in the part way through the film, 
It's not just about her daddy. It's his friend gets killed. Yes, uh, who is played by Willie C. Carpenter, yes. who I'm pretty sure is dead in real life. Um, okay. I'm going to... I can find that, that out pretty you. quickly. Yeah. Uh, he is... Um, nope, he's still alive. Kicking. Yep. This man is You alive just tried to well. murder this guy. I did not. Um, death, stay away from Willie C. Carpenter, yes, please. please. I he's did not mean it. He's a wonderful human, and we need him on this planet because he was in hard target. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, I I just thought Wu like John Wu directing this film, I mean, and this is one of Van Damme's earlier American roles, huh? Right? I wouldn't say that. I mean, because like we're gonna watch Lionheart, which is earlier. Uh, this is he's kind of a a household name in America at this point. In ninety three. Oh yeah. Because Kickboxer what, what, was what, what preceded this? Kickbox Kickboxer was eighty nine, which was his breakout okay. one. Double Impact ninety one, yeah. which is fantastic, okay. which was on my short list. Uh, let me see here. Lionheart. Well, I mean, those which are is ninety. Two. Death Warrant, yeah. which is okay. Right. Double Impact ninety one. Nowhere to Run ninety three. Bef- uh, last Action Hero barely predates this. Same year. So right. he is a household name at this point. Cyborg, of course. Okay, so he he is, but like Wu doesn't really treat him as a uh, kind of an an A list action star. This movie, um, how I would have anticipated, because yeah. this is my first time watching this film. So like, I'm waiting. Like, and you're talking 25, 20 minutes into the movie, twenty five minutes into the movie, and you're finally seeing a Van Damme, and then. You know, you're introduced to his martial arts uh, very shortly after his introduction. And then we spend a lot of time with other people that don't really matter. I don't know. So there is some. Okay. So there is a lot of build up to what happened to her daddy. And he does some like detectiving and whatever. But a lot of that time is spent too with Lance Hendrickson and. Uh, right. Velociraptor. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Arnold uh, Vasul. He and they're great. And they just they talk about, you know, so Lance Hendrickson is running this thing for rich people to pay him to hunt humans. Like he'll go and find usually uh, military veterans who homeless. are homeless. Yeah. Homeless people. Well, specifically, they have military training. They're not right. Like they're not supposed to be able to just anybody can kill them right like and they are given uh money and if they can make it past this river uh they will be able to keep their money but nobody ever does because they do get killed by the the customers of Lance Hendrickson and 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 while Hend- Hendrickson is is very good in this role uh and he honestly he's probably my favorite part of the movie the like Van Damme's accent, um, like the movie tries to establish him as this New Orleans. He had a proper raised. Cajun accent. I will hear no other <laughs> argument. It wasn't Austrian <laughs> at all. I'm like, who is this? What is this man trying to? Who, who he didn't he put on an right accent. Now? That's his accent. He didn't even try. No, I know. It was just. But Austrian. the movie tells you that he grew up in yes. New Orleans. 
And he's French. And, everybody... and he knows French. Because when he's greeted by Captain Diabetes, he they speak French to each other. So the French speaking is is not does that doesn't bother me is because, you know, a lot of a lot of Creole is based His in last French name and... is Boutreau. Yeah, sure. His first and name so... is Chance. Like the dog from Homeward Bound. From Homeward Bound. <laughs> ten out of ten this film. <laughs> All right. So uh you know, let's 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 get into the, the most recognizable aspect of this film and that's the meme. Um, oh baby, the where meme. Va- Get out Van Dam punches a no wait, slow down, fucking slow. snake. Ah, oh, you spoiled it. So he's off in the woods. He's running with uh, Nat, who is the female lead in the film, and Nancy they're Butler. they're running from the guys. They've basically Lance Hendrickson's crew has decided that the ultimate hunt is after Chance. So he gets a bunch of millionaires to pay him to hunt this guy. So they're all on the run, and they're out in the woods, and. He's like, do you trust me? In a perfect Cajun accent. And she goes, yeah, I trust you. Close your eyes. Why do I need to trust you with my eyes closed? Close your eyes. And then he grabs a rattlesnake. the Just the most realistic prosthetic rattlesnake you've ever seen in your entire life. He grabs it <laughs> and she goes wide-eyed because it's slow-mo as he's grabbing. St- and then he punches the snake and knocks it unconscious, which is amazing. But that's not even the best part, Mark. What does he do after mm. he punches it? Mm. What does he do, Jeff? He bites the rattle off mm. so that the yes. bad guys can't hear the snake rattle and they'll be jumped on. This is some first blood Rambo type shit he's doing. It's awesome. And the snake bites this guy's face off. Get out of here with any critique of this film. Get out of here, Mark. <laughs> like, my God, why? The, first of all, this snake's head looks like a python, all right? Um, and I, like, I, it's, I, it's, it's the greatest prosthetic you've ever seen, like you said. Um, and he punches it. And, and it the rivals way he punches. the plant from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> I mean, we're talking, we're talking uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles what, prosthetics. Like, we're talking the penis and boogie nights. Just the best thing you've ever seen. <laughs> this snake. So, you know, he punches the snake, and the snake just goes limp. Like in the his penis hand. and boogie nights. <laughs> We've tied it all together. <laughs> it's it's it was one. It is one of the greatest memes. Uh, of pop culture's ever seen, and uh, so I think the film stands on its own in pop culture uh, relevancy for that scene alone. Uh, I just I, I found myself I'm like this fucking film, man. What the fuck is Jean Claude Van Damme doing? And then and then he lays the he bites the rattle off, and then he lays the snake down, and these dudes come through and one of them gets bit <laughs> right on the face you know how he got bit because he couldn't hear the rattle he had no idea huh. Listen, hey, man, what, what is john woo been up to lately? i don't know we we need more movies from john woo. i want more of this now he's known for having directed the worst mission impossible film sure okay we all have blessed once in a while you know but I mean, he's directed stuff up until 2017, Manhunt. 
So is, is he retired? I guess. Accused of crimes he didn't commit. A pers- prosecutor sets out. Who's in this? It looks good. Listen. All right. So, you know, he he's directing films up until 2017, and then he's kind of, well, he's got a current, like, in production credit of silent night um, Ooh, i hope that's a killer filming. santa claus movie because that's what i want for well John the, the tag the tagline is a grieving father enacts his long-awaited revenge oh. against a ruthless gang on christmas eve oh yes who's playing the father it, it stars joel kinnaman so oh, i don't know who that is um he's a uh, uh, guy I, from the name- suicide squad suicide squad guy um, what guy is he playing suicide squad He's the the lead oh, the lead guy that gets barf. killed by what's his face. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, never mind. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Uh, Rick Flag. Yeah, that's his name. Whatever. Yeah, that guy. All right. So anyway, man, I just think John Woo in the '90s was in his bag. All right. He he didn't give a fuck about nothing. Like you got night, you got classic '90s jet like. Hard jazz in this. Yes, this the film. hardest of jazz. Uh, I mean, we're, we're I mean, getting, we're in the bayou. You gotta have yeah. jazz. But I mean, we're getting the long. Uh, yeah, it's so nineties. It's amazing. It is. It, Watch out for his mullet. And then, and then, like we're getting, you know, just random. I, I think one of my most baffling but favorite scenes. Is when uh, the the black guy uh, Willie C. Carpenter alive and kicking. The, this man is still not angry. dead. Not dead. Uh, he runs into a crowd like on like Bourbon Street or something. Yeah, shit. Oh, and this, this is... these bad guys just start to like fire and off automatic after... weapons at Listen, this man. And this is after they have described all the precautions they take to stay under the radar. Right. They have a, a coroner on the books. They even kill off the coroner so he can't spread any secrets as they're ready to leave town. You know, they make sure they that none of the people that are being hunted have families. Uh, and that way, no one comes looking for them when they go missing. They, like, establish all the things they're doing to stay underground. And in the middle of Bourbon Street, or what looks like Bourbon Street, they shoot a guy with people everywhere they're they killed they killed like innocent people they're like doubly and it's crazy there's oh it's awesome like it just doesn't make any sense i love movies that establish a rule and then immediately is just like you know what fuck it and then they just go off and do whatever (sighs) so so this that, this film and it is an hour and a half. It is super brisk. I mean, like if you don't pay attention for a minute, you look up and it's over, and that's a blessing and a curse, I think. But uh, let's fast forward to the well. We didn't uh, talk the, about the, Detective Mitchell, who's in the movie for a blink, and then she gets killed, and everyone's yeah. really really sad. But you're like, but she's the barely co- the in the movie. Yeah, the cops in this film are, are not good. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, they, no, they, they're not. <laughs> they're they're there for like uh, aesthetic purposes, maybe. I, well, let's just say they're on the books, and you know, <laughs> this movie is smart enough to not burden you with that exposition. 
Yeah, I appreciate. Yeah, I'll I appreciate say. the the film the filmmaking in that aspect. But it you know, the 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 cops are just baffled. You know, they're they're just bumbling idiots. And the one that actually is worth a shit, she gets killed. You know, On her birthday. Early. It was her birthday, at least earlier in the film, like two days after her birthday. At least it wasn't like a couple days from retirement, like in Last Action Hero. That poor guy in the tree. Yeah, that guy. (laughs) So anyways, uh, the the finale of the film takes place in some like no, crazy we gotta talk about plant no of captain diabetes i don't even know so where it was he all right so they're running uh, in the woods diabetes. we're running they're running in the woods nat and our main man jean-claude van damme king of the mullets so he's yeah. like i know a guy and so they go and meet other french you know cajun man friend wilford brimley in the woods yeah. and so they're like all right we got to split up they'll come after me but they won't come after you so Van Damme gets a lead and he's like, don't worry, I'll sit, I'll take him off the set. And in order to distract them, he blows up his own house. Just a spectacular explosion for no reason at all. He blows up his own house. It's awesome. It's, it's <laughs> Why ridiculous. did he do it, Mark? Nobody knows. Why did he like, do John, it? John Woo knows, but he's not I don't know. Him. And then he like, he doesn't. <laughs> Wilford Brimley doesn't have guns, so he uses a bow and arrow. He's basically Legolas <laughs> in this movie. Legolas. <laughs> but he blows up his own house. Oh, he's good. So they so Van Damme leads them to this really dumpy warehouse for the finale. But dumb lady who's in this movie, Nat. Nancy Butler. She, well, she's the, the actress isn't dumb. The character is dumb. She decides <laughs> after they've ran away a good bit to turn around and go help with no weapons other than Wilford Brimley's bow and arrow and his only possession because his house is fully exploded. And they go back to the warehouse to help. But here's the thing. He would have been totally fine without their help. He was kicking ass. I'm telling you, man, John Woo just wanted to see shit blow up, man. I'm he, here he for it. He, yeah, he was good with it. Things blow up so randomly. There's cars that just gently get shot and they explode <laughs> in spectacular fashion. It's wonderful. <laughs> there's one point in this film that, like, there's multiple guys. I think it was early in the film where uh, Yancey Butler's character shows up at, like, the dock that... Um, Van Damme's character oh, yes. is trying to get work at, and we're meant to believe that it is that is a uh, like a dock in New Orleans, but everybody in that fucking scene is wearing a Galveston, Texas T-shirt. And oh, uh, I did not well, catch Galveston, this. Yeah, Galveston, Texas isn't that far away from. I was just like, hey man, come come on, John Woo, man, look, really? Did they get extras? And they're like, nah, change that shirt. Like he was like, nah, good enough. Let's go. That's awesome. I, I was like, I was like, all right, all right. Well, Galveston, Texas is close enough. It's in proximity. That's a great so we'll let catch. It slide. I no, I love that. That's great. <laughs> now, I, I'm reading here on Wikipedia, the most trusted source for anything, yes. that right. this movie had to cut a bunch to get to an R rating. I want to know what was in the other cut because this movie is barely violent. I mean, there are things like the ear being cut off, 
So yeah, that's crazy. Like so, those shears. Yeah, that they could they cut that dude's ear like, and that was on, that wasn't the entire ear. It was like the lobe. Um, yeah, that like those shears reminded me of like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, uh, they were big scissors. <laughs> so what gets me is, I, I mean, sure the movie is probably violent for the night and deserves an R rating, but to be on the border of NC seventeen. And especially now with what you can get away with in an R-rated movie, it just kind of boggled my mind a little bit. Like, because I Listen, didn't feel like this John, was that crazy violent. No, and it, and it wasn't. And there wasn't like any. You didn't see real dis- dismemberment. Core that, type, like right. the when he breaks that one dude's arm, though, that's awesome because it goes to slow mo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and his arm goes backwards. Yeah, <laughs> that was great, but it wasn't. Like, I mean, it was an R rating, but it was like a light R to me. Yeah, and you know, I I miss the days where you got a where you got opening credits. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> you know, like this movie, this play, like it starts like a TV movie where you just get opening credits. And I saw Wilford Brindley's name on the screen. <laughs> I said, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh." And so then you're trying to like pick him I'm out. I'm like, where is he? And I'm seeing other old men early in the film. I'm right. like, that's not him. And then when you get the real one, you're like, oh, how could I have never, you know, like. Well, oh, I thought the guy that got his earlobe cut, I was like, is that Wolf? Yeah. Him? And then, then you get the real deal and you're like, oh, I could right. not have been more wrong. This is clearly the authentic article. So uh, let me ask you this. Who. Who brought in the the mullet craze of uh, in film? Uh, so was it Mel Gibson? His almost doesn't feel like a mullet. So Mel uh, Gibson, lethal weapon. It's more to me. His hair just looks like it's grown out, um, yeah. and it's kind of long and like hair that kind of naturally gl- grows into a mullet. I don't think that when that character went to the barber, he deliberately said. Cut the top, leave the back alone, which is, which is what Van Damme did in this film. And I'm used to mullets more from '90s wrestling, and '90s mullets were everywhere. But you know, Shawn Michaels, arguably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time in the wrestling corner, he had a wicked mullet. And rest in peace. What? He's not dead. Why are you trying to kill everyone? Oh. <laughs> Shawn Michaels is alive. I was, I was actually just betting on that he was dead. Okay, he's alive. <laughs> He no longer has a mullet. He, anyway, but that's where, I don't know where a mullet craze came from, but this to me is, I mean, if we're ranking mullets, this was pretty good. It doesn't have a lot of body to it, which is kind of a no, bummer. It, and it's very stringy. It almost feels like a wig. So maybe, maybe I will ding this a few points on the mullet meter because it's... <laughs> the, if, the thing that really makes it a great mullet is, is whose head it's resting on more than it is the actual haircut. Sure, I I understand your affinity for the uh, the the head and not the actual hair, but like the film, I think I'm pretty sure the first film I remember watching that had a mullet in it was Lethal Weapon. It was Mel Gibson, and like he was just so cool with the mullet. And then uh, Steven Seagal sported a mullet in some of his films. Early, no, he never had a mullet. Yes, he ponytail. Did. Nope. Go back and check. 
I don't, well, don't doubt me. I'm not, look, I'm not looking that I mean, up. his mullet. I'm looking here at Mel Gibson's mullet. And again, I still kind of stand by. It's really hair that's just kind of grown out. Like I said, he didn't deliberately say, cut it this way. Uh, well, maybe. I'm looking at another picture, and it, it looks like a mullet, but just barely a mullet. <laughs> it's not as good as this mullet. I mean, I don't know, man. Like he, I'm looking at pictures of Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon, and that man's got there's body in the front party. No, if we're the talking back. about overall quality of hair. Absolutely, lots of body. Yeah, and it looks great. Now, yeah. from a mullet perspective, it's like a five. It doesn't have a. It's not short enough in the front and top to really bring it home. Like I'm, I'm looking at. At Van Damme's mullet right here, and it's just it's 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 weighed down. Yeah, no volume. To- to it. Do you notice his hair is never dry? Right. So yes, I mean, he's using a lot of mousse. All right. Yeah, just using a lot of mousse. Um, <laughs> he's uh, all right. So all right. Well, all right. So so on a mullet got, scale, it's not my favorite mullet in cinema history. Right. We'll have to find that later and circle back. Con, Con Air mullet. Oh, Nick yeah, mullet. that's a tough one to beat. Now, is that yeah. a mullet that's just out of the fact that he's balding and he just doesn't have <laughs> hair on top? Because I don't know that that qualifies. <laughs> it's pretty I mean, good. We're, also, we're talking we're talking nineties nineties movies here, right? All right, we'll we'll do mullet month, um, <laughs> and we will find the best mullet in cinema. All right, I'm, I'm down for that. All mullet right. month. Let me write it down. That's good stuff. <laughs> So, um, so I thought you know at, at the finale of this film, the, the villains kind of go out like a little like little bitches. I John don't know because and uh, now I think our uh, Vaseline Vasul he does, yeah. but there's so much stuff that Lance does in this last segment that's just excellent. Where he's on fire, he's literally. Yeah. On fire, no special effects. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they tried to make it as safe as possible. His jacket's literally on fire. He's screaming and yelling. He throws it off, and then he goes, God, he's good. Duh. <laughs> I don't know how much more movie you want than that. The, the villain is so, like, over the top, like, on fire, and all he can do is compliment Van Damme. <laughs> Amazing. Well, there's there's one there's one uh, point in their in their fight where Wu shoots Van Damme running at uh, Henriksen in slow motion. Oh, and he like he drop kicks him, and like the guy falls back. Henriksen falls back in slow motion. You're thinking, oh, that motherfucker's dead. Van Damme hit kicked him so hard, like stopped his heart, dead. Uh, which I would have been like, dope, let's go. I would have rather him been turned inside out by the kick if it was really <laughs> going to be the finale. <laughs> but, like, but like after the, the slow motion, Henriksen like rolls over and he's like, oh, that fucking hurt. Let's well, go. Well, he's a badass. He's shown that. <laughs> he shot that snake's head off. Okay. And he's got this weird fucking gun. It's a one-round gun. So what they're establishing is, is this guy's a marksman. Right. Yeah. He only needs one bullet, but it also results in actually one of the kind of the best villain part 
where he's got the girl, right? And you drop your gun or I'll kill the girl. And so Van Damme has to drop his gun because he has a shotgun. And he's like, you got the wrong tool for the job. If you hit me, you're going to hit her. And then he opens his gun and he's like, load me. And the girl has to pull the bullet from the waistband and put it in the gun. Great villain stuff. <laughs> he, I, I will. That he, he was my favorite part of the movie. He, he's just so over the top and like knew played the. What about role when he's playing the piano? And he's, and he's just violently playing the piano. <laughs> this movie's so fucking ridiculous. It's great. <laughs> All right. So, so I have one other question for you. Well, real quick. So, okay, 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 go ahead. I was just no, going to talk no, about no. how Lance Hendricks dies in this. Oh, yeah, let's go ahead. He gets let's, a grenade in his pants. So, <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls... Van Damme kicks the shit out of him, so he's standing up, right? And he's kind of dizzy, and he drops a grenade in his pants and then boots him backwards. And then Lance, in a moment like, of oh, sort of genius, actually... Yeah, tries to defuse the grenade the and he unscrews it and then he keeps which i didn't know you could do but bro i didn't i didn't i think know, that's like, a great listen. part now i don't know anything about grenades but this feels good enough right like <laughs> but he unscrewed the top of the grenade and pulled out the wick and, and he was like ha, ha, ha got, got it. you, and then you bitch. He, it sparks just a little bit he goes oh oh <laughs> and like you can tell he's like oh and then he blows up it's i i'll you can't say you went out like a bitch. You went out like a dumbass. But <laughs> I like this kill. This is good stuff. Uh oh. Mostly because of Lance's delivery of when it sparks. He's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Boom. It's, it's ridiculous. This motherfucker unscrewed a grenade. Stupid. And then it's like a full <laughs> second of the fuse right next to the grenade. And then you see it spark. He had plenty. He should still be alive, but he's an idiot. <laughs> We should be talking about hard target four. We right should now. be talking about well, there are more hard <laughs> targets, but none of them have Jean Claude in it, and probably not Lance uh, Hendricks. Of course, Lance it, Hendricks is a puddle now, so <laughs> not the person. I'm sure you probably think he's dead too. He might be. I don't no, know. No, he's I'm not. not. He's alive. Okay. All right. Okay, you had okay. a question. All right. All right. No. All right. I was gonna. It just popped in my head while we were talking about like different ways to die. Okay. Grenade in the pants? I'll take it. It seems pretty instant. I don't no. know because I don't think grenades actually that strong, right? I think I would still be no, bleeding I, out. You probably would. Yeah, yeah so it, no, I don't want it's that. It's just it's it's meant to it's a it's a small target type thing. But anyway, uh would you rather suffocate in space? Okay. Or drown in the ocean? They're kind of the same thing, but they're not. Ooh. Tell me why. I think space would be faster. Yeah. My understanding is that the vacuum of space, that it is a horrendous way to go. I don't know. I've never died in space, so I'm not sure. <laughs> but I've heard that it's kind of a terrible way to go. But I feel like it'd be faster than drowning. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Like, I've read that drowning takes, like, a good seven minutes. Um, yeah, if that's the I case, mean, I mean, I feel like, like your eyeballs all it'd be incredibly painful, but I think it would be quicker in space, right? Yeah, and and like just the the vastness of the like, like I think about the ocean, I'm like, yo, that ocean's deep, but it's also got sh like shit that could eat me. Yeah, I'm not too. And worried I'm about thinking that, about unless my legs like are space. already chum. 
But like I'm thinking about space, and I'm like, you know, there's no monsters in space. What about space sharks? Where's that movie? <laughs> sharks that patrol space. Let's Sharknado in space. Well, I gotta look for sharks in space. Someone's made this film. <laughs> it's it's probably made by John Woo. Yeah. Oh um, my god. Bonus episode tomorrow. Dubs in space. All right, Jeff. Dubs in space. Uh, Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. Sharks in space? Oh, God. Yeah, Sharknado did it. Sharknado did sharks in space. Sharknado 3 is sharks in space. There's. God. This looks stupid. Never mind. What will they think of next? Uh, Sharknado, I don't think is that good because they're trying to be bad. It, my right. favorite movies are the ones that are accidentally bad. They're made with all the sincerity in the world. <sighs> all right, Jeff. Hmm? Would you uh, would you recommend Hard Target? Okay. Now, this might surprise you. But for the sake of Van Damme Month and me not just flat out recommending everything, I think there are better films coming that showcase the man himself more. I think this movie's a ton of fun. And if you already like Van Damme, You'll have a good time, but I think when it comes to Van Damme month and some of the ones we got coming, those are going to get more of a recommendation. But this is still sloppy fun, but I'll I'll reserve my my recommendation for finer Van Damme cinema. So that's a no. I'm going to say no. Okay. Keeping in mind that we take our recommendations very seriously but i think you can right. tell by the way i talked about the film that i love it then we i bought the movie to watch it so i could have it forever so in that way i do recommend it but as as far as the movie how much how much did it cost you 15 bucks oh god best 15 <laughs> bucks i've ever spent in my life hard target um but i i just i love it it's but it, I yeah, think that right. we have a couple movies coming up that I consider like all-time classic Van Damme shit. And this is kind of on... The, I'd still say this is on the better end of his films, but it's at the bottom end of the good ones, is how I would put it. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I, like, because the movie's so short, it's hard That's to like plus, by the way. Yeah, right. It's hard to it's hard to rail the movie uh, like so much because it as soon as you're invested, man, it's over. <laughs> and yeah. so like um I do wish it had more Van Damme. I do wish it had more martial arts. Yep. Um and Wait till we but get I to do... Lionheart, buddy. I think you're gonna love Lionheart. I'm a little <laughs> optimistic because you, it feels like you at least had fun. No, I did. I, I I I enjoyed the the campiness of this movie, the the cheesy aspects of of John Woo directed action films, and I I, I did. I genuinely enjoyed Hendrickson's yes. villain, um, and that to me, because his villain got so much screen time, saved the film for me. Mm-hmm. And um, while I'm not going to recommend it. I do think that it is uh, an enjoyable watch, and I think that if it's if, if you're ever faced with like, hey man, I got I got an hour and a half to kill. This is not a bad um, yeah. 
a bad. It's a good turn your to, brain off movie. Like right. I just want some dumb fun. I've had a rough day. You put this on, and that's what you're in for. Dumb fun. Yeah, it, and and that's um, that that is what you get. You're you're getting dumb fun, and uh, yeah, I, I just I can't like because we do take our recommendations uber seriously. I wouldn't go that uh, far. <laughs> But I think <laughs> I'm not, the main I'm thing not is in the context. So I would put it this way. If we were watching this in some other theme, yeah, I probably no, would have recommended it because I probably would have watched <laughs> really shit movies before and after it. Um, but the fact that we're in Van Damme month and I know we got Lionheart and I know we got Universal Soldier and I know we got Time Cop. I Those three from memory. Now, Time Cop, I haven't seen in ages, but from memory, those movies are way better Van Damme flicks. And so I'm holding the, out okay. for the Crim well, de Crim, because Lionheart's my shit. Lionheart the is one, the one I love. The one film you did not mention is what we're watching next week. Oh, did you find it? No, man. Oh. Okay. We're watching JCVD. Yeah, so Dumpus here thought it would be a great idea no, to, to pick some French movie no one's ever heard of that he can't find, that I can't find. And since I only watch movies on LegitimateMeans.com, we're having to switch it I, up. I couldn't find it on IllegitimateMeans.com. It, well, Listen, you, man, well the, there you go. You the found movie a movie. doesn't exist. His first movie. Have you looked up his... Go, okay, you got IMDb up, right? Yeah. Go to our man Van Damme and then scroll okay. to his first film and just read the synopsis. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Here we go. On to the first film. Uh, reading the synopsis. All right. The, the title of the film is Woman. Oh, not that one. In the, oh, not that one? Okay. Uh, Monaco um, Forever. Uh, Monaco Forever. Okay. Uh, an American jewel thief in Monaco encounters various characters while trying to set up a robbery. Now, that doesn't seem that funny, but scroll down just a little bit, and yeah. who does Van Damme play? Van Damme plays Gay Karate Man. I cannot find this movie anywhere. <laughs> I want to watch this so bad, and I can't. Have you looked at the IMDb photos for this movie? They look wonderful. There's this guy mooning someone. <laughs> And then there's a woman disrobing. I don't know how this could be bad. I don't know if that's Van Damme. It doesn't look like it. It's kind of pasty and pale, but... I mean, of all people that would know Van Damme's ass, I would be... It would be me. His is more round and sculpted, and you just want to throw things at it to see if they stick. Sure. So, But I want to watch that film, but it's nowhere to be found. It is sitting next to whatever that movie was you picked before. So we are indeed watching JCVD. I haven't watched it. I've heard good things about it, but it's subtitled in French. <laughs> I'm just excited to talk about a subtitled film with you. I think this could open we did the door one. for a subtitled film. No, we haven't done a subtitled film. Uh, excuse me? Who had subtitled film? Did Raid we Redemption. Oh, we did do that, Raid Redemption. Ah, you're right. So if you want to pick Sudden Death, I will allow it. No, Where he goes JCPD. to a hockey game. No, but... We're doing JCVD. If you want to, it's pick, my week. If you want to pick Double Team, which is a movie he stars opposite Dennis Rodman, <laughs> I will allow it. 
uh, we're gonna watch JCVD. Oh, come on. It's available on 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 Prime Video, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Jean Claude Van Damme next week. Could have been playing himself month. Could have been. Yeah, absolutely. Could have been played in his mouth. Uh, so if you want to uh, get at Jeff and tell him, hey, man, I, I understand you like Jean-Claude Van Damme, but can we can we get some films that have Jean-Claude Van Damme in the entire film? Bruh. Y- you can find them Just on relax, bro. Podcast Listen, like I can't wait for Lionheart. It's the last movie of the month. And granted, I already know the Universal Soldier is a 10 out of 10 film. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. But Lionheart, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to you watching it. Because if you enjoyed Hard Target. oh. Anyway, yes, you can go there. You can find me. You can look at my other podcast. That's great. But if you want to go to Mark and you want to say, hey, can the movie Draft House just be a Van Damme podcast? You can find him at I Heard You Liked on Twitter. Can can movie Draft House become Van Damme chronologically? Get it? Why not have it? We got to watch him play Gay Karate Man in Monaco forever. We got to do it. That movie has a 3.4 IMDb. I don't care. (laughs) It's ridiculous. (laughs) Anyways, you can can also get at the podcast uh, on Twitter at Movie Draft House. Uh, We'd love to hear your recommendations, and we'd also like to hear uh, if you have any musical uh, recommendations for artists that should be featured here on the pod. Uh, Speaking of musical features, we appreciate... Norman Sand and his music uh, for allowing us to use his music here on the podcast. Uh, you can catch all the links in the show notes. Uh, make sure you give him a follow, a like, and a subscribe. And uh, you can find his music wherever you get your music at. Um, Jeff, man, you did it. I will say, JCVD, hour and a half. Oh, good God. Damn. All is well, my friend. Yeah, no. All is good. Well. We, and it's got Van Damme. I don't know what I'm complaining about. It's got Van Damme in it. I'm gonna love it. We're golden. Yeah. This is so we'll this see is, you. This is great. Oh, we'll see you next week when we watch JCVD. Oh, Van Damme month continues. Happy anniversary, Mark. <laughs> okay. Open kiss it, mouth to you, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't want to give people that uh, private parts issue again, where they got to get new earpods. <laughs> no, no, they just got to sit on the speaker. Oh, that's right. Walking in, what I gotta knock for? Buddy, please don't touch, this is not yours. This is only one take, I got five more, yeah. I ain't worried about the next man. I got vision like Xavier from X-Men. So if I fail, it's the next plan. And if I fail the next plan, it's the next plan, yeah. I wasn't raised by a book on a show. Self-help really ain't much help. Especially when you're raised in the hood and you don't have access like everybody else. I'd rather see my people shut the well. Then run away and keep it for themselves. And if you couldn't already tell, I'd rather be in heaven than in hell. And I'd rather starve than be a glutton over fame. Keep your deals and your money and your whip and chain. That's why I'd rather run than know that I would be a slave. You can lock my body up, but you can't take my mind away from the top floor. Walking in, what I gotta knock for? Buddy, please don't touch, this is not yours This is only one take, I got five more Yeah, I ain't worried about the next man I got vision like Xavier from X-Men So if I fail, it's the next plan And if I fail the next plan, it's the next plan